Hallelujah. Are we excited tonight? Hallelujah. As you notice up here on on the uh, overhead, you see expect. Amen. I tell you what, that is one word that the devil does not like. And the reason why? Because we grabbed a hold of it. And when we grabbed a hold of it, we ran with it. Amen? Hallelujah. It is harvest time. Amen? It is harvest time. And during this revival, I tell you, I believe God is going to do mighty works. Amen? Hallelujah. Tonight, I want to share with you on the topic, a new creation, being born again. Hallelujah. Um, I believe he's sent me in some in-depths on some uh, things, and I'm going to, you know, we use, usually use the King James Version. I'm going to use the King James Version and also the Amplified, but the Amplified is to um, enrich it, kind of get a little in-depth to understanding. Amen? So whenever I switch to Amplified, uh, you'll un- it'll be an understanding, just the the clear understanding of what it's saying. Amen? If you would turn with me to Second Corinthians, Second Corinthians five seventeen, Hallelujah. Second Corinthians five seventeen says, "Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away." Behold, all things are become new. The old things are them of old. Previous moral and spiritual condition. That old life, amen, has passed away. There, you know, when we see someone receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior, there's a glow. There's a change in their in their Constant, their, their look, amen? And you can tell that they've been changed. It just wasn't something that, that uh, just happened for fun, amen? Ver- verse 18 says, And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given, hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Reconciliation is to restore to the divine favor. To restore to the divine favor. As born-again Christians, children of God, we have favor. We have favor, amen? So as we focus on His Word in our daily walk, Stay in His will. Everything's going to be okay. Amen? If you would, please turn with me to 1 John 5, 1. 1 John 5, 1, please. Hallelujah. Verse 1 says, Whosoever 
believeth that Jesus is the Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and every one that loveth Him that begot loveth Him also that is begotten of Him. Whosoever in the Greek is all, any, every, the whole. Anyone that will believe. Amen? Believeth is to have faith in, upon, or with respect to a person or thing. That is credit by implication to entrust to entrust especially one's spiritual well-being to Christ. A lot of people have hard enough time entrusting their, their self to their family. To believe or be a believer to commit to trust put in trust with we, we need to trust God on everything that we do. Wherever we go, wherever He calls us to, we need to trust in Him. Amen? Hallelujah. Verse 4. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world even our faith. Faith is powerful, amen? Faith is so powerful. Whatsoever, again, all, any, every, everyone. Anyone, everyone, just whosoever. If they will believe... Just talking about them. Whoever. They just got to be willing to believe. Overcometh. Now, this is something that's exciting right here. The definition on overcometh. To subdue, conquer, overcome, prevail, get the victory. We have the victory. We have the victory, amen? 5-1 and Amplified. Everyone who believes, adheres to, trusts, and relies on the fact that Jesus is Christ, the Messiah, is a born-again child of God, and everyone who loves the Father also loves the one born of Him, His offspring. Verse 4 in Amplified. For whatever is born of God is victorious over the world. And this is the victory that conquers the world, even our faith. Our faith in God, we conquer. Amen? As we have received Jesus into our heart and let Him be Lord of our life, we have become victorious. 
we have become overcomers just by receiving Him as our Lord and Savior. Just by making that decision, we became overcomers. That's something the devil don't like. That's why you see there's times he's, he tries to get on your case. You just say, nope. Amen? Because we're overcomer. He's a, already overcomer. Like one minister said, why try to why try to fight an enemy that's already defeated? He's defeated. All we gotta do is say, tell him what the word of God says. Say you're defeated already. Why? I'm not gonna be concerned. Amen. See, the problem is, a lot of times, he attacks the mind. He will bring up things that you might be dealing with at work. He, you might be dealing with with the family. You might be dealing with with the church to deceive you, which is a lie. To tell you that nothing's going to work out. Don't know how many times he tried has tried to say that. Amen? Oh, it ain't going to work out. You seeing these people, you seeing Uh-uh. I know what the Word of God says. Amen? I trust in Him, the Father God. See, we know that every time the devil comes to you, he's going to lie to you. And actually, it is a confirmation. When the devil comes to you, it's a confirmation something's good about to happen. Because he's going to try to stop it every time. Amen? He's on a mission. And in these last days, he's on a mission to destroy what he can destroy. He's hitting churches. He's hitting families. But it's up to us as the body of Christ to take that stand and say, Nuh-uh. We're going to stand together in unity. The unity with us in Zion Word is so strong. I tell you what, he's tr- the devil's trying to attack, but he ain't going to succeed. Amen? Hallelujah. With so many deceptions in the world, how do we know the way, of the, the way or the truth? If you would, turn with me to John 14, 5. John chapter 14, verse 5. The devil is deceiving every day. He's doing his best to deceive the church. He's doing his best to deceive every born-again Christian that he can. He goes all the way back to the beginning. Verse 5 says, Thomas saith unto him, Lord, We know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man, no man cometh unto the Father but by me. No man, not even one, 
man, woman, thing that is none, none at all. Verse 7, If ye had known me, ye should have known my Father also. And from henceforth forth ye know him and have seen him. The devil is using well-known people, well-known people on television to try to say there's more than one way to get to heaven. He's deceiving millions of people. No other way but by Jesus. He's the only way. You want to know the truth? Get to know Jesus. Get His Word. That's the only truth. Life. Life with Him is the only way to be. Questions a lot of people have. How does a person know the Father through Jesus? If you would turn with me to Acts chapter 2. Hallelujah. You know, we've got to shine the light through the darkness of, of, in people's life by sharing the word. The open doors come. There you go. Amen? It's funny. I'll be honest with you. I like it better when someone comes up and asks me a question. When they ask me a question, okay, let's talk. Because I, ha- I do have a my own thing of going up to, to someone and say, do you go to church? I've done it before, but I like God knows I like it better when they come to me. But, you know, <laughs> bigly speaking, amen? <laughs> but it has happened. We have, there at work, we have uh, ones that go to church, of course, including me, and we talk, we share, and there's some, you know, we see a lot of things with the economy, with the government is going on. And there's a lot that are concerned. You hear a lot of concerns out of people's mouths, aggravations and all that. See, if we can tell them, if they ask, how are you going to get by? I get by with God's economy. I get by with God's economy. See, if we rely on God's economy, we will not lie on the natural economy. Amen? You go to work, yes. You get a paycheck, yes. But if you use your seed, that's our seed, amen? See, the concept of the supply and all of our need, we need, you know, as the body of Christ, we need to grab a hold of our job is not our source. Unless we make it our source. Amen. And, you know, there's been times and times past. But, you know, when you have a financial issue, it hurts. It gets on your mind. But when you get delivered from that issue, amen, and rely on God, things change. Amen. Acts chapter 2, verse 21. 
And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. To call on is to entitle by implication to invoke for aid, worship, testimony, decision. Now, there's a decision that a lot of people have got, are going to have to make. And unfortunately, a lot, of, a lot of the decisions that are being made are not by what they say. It's by what they do. Okay? It's by what they do. You go, someone goes out and instead of you know, going to church and does what they want, they choose not to receive the word. The feeding. This is a feeding trough. Now I've used this term several times. You, when you go to a restaurant, you go to eat. Amen? You go to get what you go to get for. You grab all that you can eat. Amen? When we come into church, this right here is all you can eat. All you can eat. And it's free. And guess what? When you wake up in the morning, you ain't going to have this. Oh, you're going to have this. Yes! <laughs> I'm full. I'm filled. Amen? <laughs> Hallelujah. It's a decision that's got to be made. Amen? I believe all of us have made a decision to, to do as God says to do. Amen. Hallelujah. One thing also we cannot do is allow others in the world to draw us their way. Dr. Davis and I was talking, I believe it was a week ago, about teenagers coming into church, bringing in other teenagers, and they get pulled out of the church. Amen. There's got to, you know, if we bring teenagers in, there's got to be a got to be a willing to take a hold of them and teach them, teach them, and to make sure that our youth are not at the point where they can be pulled away, being taught that the decision that they made to serve God, they're not going to be wiped away. They're not going to be tossed here and there. But they're going to be to the place where they've learned to to receive what God has for them. They, it can happen. We see it all, you know, we see teenagers that are sold out to God. But guess what? Just like adults, they are targets. They're targets in this world. And that's what we got to pray and just speak over them, the hedge of protection. Amen? Hallelujah. If you would turn with me to Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10, verse 8. Hallelujah. Verse 8 says, But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart, that is the word of faith which we preach. 
verse 9, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Verse 9 in Amplified says, Because if you acknowledge and confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord and in your heart believe, adhere to, trust in, and rely on the truth that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Trust is so important. Trust is so important. But what a lot of families have is they have, a, they have trust problems in the family. They can't trust each other. They can't trust their, their children. They can't trust them. But their life is changed, brought to the Lord. They know that they can trust God and trust that they can turn that house around by the Word of God. Amen? Verse 10, For with the heart man believeth to righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the Scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Shall, shall call upon is to entitle by implication again to aid, to invoke, to aid, worship, testimony, and decision. To call upon, I make a decision. I make a decision to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I made a decision. I call upon Him. When I call upon Him, He listened. When you called upon Him, He listened. There was no, well, you know, no. There was, He listened. He heard your prayer. He received, and He came into our life. Amen? If you would, please turn with me to 1 John 1, 9. 1 John 1, 9 in the King James. If we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us cleanse us from all unrighteousness unrighteousness is legal injustice moral wrongfulness of character life or act Iniquity, unjust, un unrighteousness, wrong. I'll say that one more time. Unrighteousness, legal injustice, moral wrongfulness of character, life, or act. Iniquity, unjust, unrighteousness. How many knows 
before we got born again, there was a lot of, uh, you know, wrongfulness, wrongful acting, wrongful talking, wrongful here and there. Amen. We see it in the world today. We say, oh boy. But bless God, we've been redeemed. Hallelujah. Receiving Jesus in our heart brings us back to the place to where we were supposed to be in the beginning of time of the perfect image of God by the Spirit. By the Spirit. As we go back to Genesis 1.26, please. That's something he ministered to me, I believe, last Friday. Let me, let me say that one more time. Receiving Jesus into our heart brings us back to the place to where we were supposed to be in the beginning of time of the perfect image of God by the Spirit. Before the fall, a life by the Spirit of God. In Genesis 1, 26, it says, And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let, us ha and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. As you notice in that verse, it says, over all the earth. Over all the earth. Let us not be moved by what we see on TV. But let us be moved by the Spirit to get back to the dominion that He's called us to be. To declare we have dominion over the United States. We have dominion in Jesus' name. By prayer, we declare in the name of Jesus. We have the dominion. Amen? Hallelujah. We have favor. They're, they're trying to take a lot, a lot of the freedom away. You can't take freedom, the freedom that God gave us. You can't take away freedom that the forefathers gave. I mean, you, you, you see it. They're trying to. There's a fight on their hands. Praise God. There's a... No, in the city hall, we got in God we trust in the, ch in the council chambers. If we can't trust in God, we're in trouble. It's going to be sad the day that those that implemented everything to try to get God out of everything, unless they repent, it's, it'd be sad to see them stand before God. Hallelujah. It's going to be sad. It'll be sad to see where they thought they were right when they've been deceived by the devil. It comes down to one thing. Either we're serving God or we're serving the devil. Plain and simple. It's not no if and buts about it. Amen. No other way. Hallelujah. 
Just like Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Just like he told Martha about uh, Lazarus, about he will rise again. We get back to where we know that he is the I am. When he says, I am that I am. I am. He is the resurrection and the life. I think she probably got us the closest, almost the closest to getting it right. But she wasn't right. Amen? We are God's own. Please turn with me to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. Hallelujah. As we think, we stop and think, we are God's own. The Creator's own. The Creator of heaven and earth, His own. We are the best God has. We are created in the perfect image of God. Verse 10 says, For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Now in the Amplified it says this. Now when I, when I read this, listen very closely on the Amplified because it, it's very in-depth. Very in-depth. For we are God's own handiwork, His workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works which he predestined, planned beforehand, for us taking paths which he prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. He prepared all this ahead of time. There is no second guessing with God. As being guided by His Holy Spirit to do what He says to do, He's already had it planned out. He says, follow me. Come this way. God has predestined, planned beforehand for us to take the path that He has already planned ahead. Now, if you stop and think, he's already planned what I'm supposed to do. Dr. Davis, he, you know, it's not an accident that you and our pastor is going overseas. It's already planned out ahead of time. The finances have already been planned out ahead of time. As we are obedient to Him, He will guide us unto living the good life which He prearranged and made ready for us to live. We, as the body of Christ, are supposed to be the wealthiest people on the earth. 
and we are.